We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Cheer up a little bit. demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTVN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good Friday afternoon. Bill Bunkley here. It's the Bill Bunkley Show on the preview of Super Bowl weekend. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. And as the overcast skies have moved in, or stayed in, I should say, Temperatures sure have moderated, going to be like this for seven or eight days before the next cold front comes through, so especially this weekend, a great time to be out and about. Good to have you with us, and uh, as we are getting ready for the big game coming up on Sunday, we'll have uh, certainly some discussion about that, that uh, we're going to be broaching in just a moment. We'll have the uh, end of the week market update uh, in a moment as well. Uh, but my first leadoff story, if you've been uh, with us for the last couple of three days, you know that your host has been struggling, have been struggling with uh, the cough, the struggling with the throat, uh, and, and extra fatigue. Well, we got a story in from Newswatch 8 that uh, I'll break in just a moment. They've broken it already. I'm going to tell you exactly what's ailing people all throughout Central Florida. In fact, it is the number one illness making people sick and people calling in sick at work. I'll talk about that in a moment. Then we got a bizarre story, kind of like a chuckle Friday afternoon, and I know I'll have the ire of the climate change folks that are absolutely convinced that, uh, you know, it's humans who have called all the climate change problems. Wait till you hear the latest theory by researchers. Has to do when the Europeans came to the New World, uh, came to Canada, came to New England, and uh, began offloading the ships, exploring, and uh, unfortunately killing some of our Native Americans. Wait till you hear this. It broke with uh, <clears throat> CNN. Uh that was a, a major catalyst for a cause for climate change. <laughs> I don't make this stuff up. I really don't. So anyway, we're not going to have our Super Bowl discussion till the bottom of the hour, but we will have it because I have a special guest. Many of you probably know Zenon Andresision. Well, Zenon was a professional football player, a uh, place kicker, 
And uh, not only that, uh, he was, um, or he is, uh, the head of Zenon Ministries. And we're going to talk with him about some uh, aspects of the Super Bowl, get his thoughts about the, the two teams, also talk about his ministries. That's coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour. Uh, and then we're going to uh, have a chance to do our Friday Focus with Focus on the Family. Five o'clock, we'll head out in the second hour to Colorado Springs, Colorado, to the headquarters of Focus on the Family. Glenn Stanton is going to be along talking about being a good man. And uh, we're going to be uh, talking about that uh, infamous Gillette ad, uh, talking about masculinity. The razor people trying to tell me how to be a man, how to tell you guys how to be a man. And Glenn Stanton, we'll have a chance to break that down a little bit. That'll be a fun discussion. And uh, then we'll head out to um, uh, Los Angeles and get the Hollywood beat from Ben Kaiser with Movie Guide. And we've got two new movies. One is for this weekend we'll talk about. got another one we'll talk about for next weekend. And the reason why we're doing that is uh, we will have our annual bye week with Movie Guide because next Friday they'll be busy over at the Hollywood Hilton getting ready for their big gala, their annual gala, the Movie Guide Awards. And so uh, once they're in the uh, the gala mode, uh, everything's blacked out for several days before the presentation. So uh, they'll be with us next week. Now, before we get into um, what's happening, let me take a quick look here and give you our market updates for the afternoon. Um, the um, Well, that's not what I'm looking for. Wrong page here. Just hang with me. All right, closing numbers on Wall Street. Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, managed late in the session to uh, uh, pop up 64.22 points, closing at 25063. Uh, The NASDAQ dropped off just a little bit toward the end, dropping 17.87 points after a pretty good run-up the last couple of days. NASDAQ closing out 72.63.87. And the old S&P 500, which a lot of us keep an eye on because of our 401k and retirement accounts. Uh, the S&P 500 up 2.43, closing out at 2706.53. So all in all, in a week where um, the markets had to um, hold on to see what Chairman Powell was going to have to say about the two-day Fed meeting, uh, Fed has gotten out of the way. It's a uh, green light, full steam ahead as far as the Fed is concerned. So we're going to see uh, at least a little bit of a rally because uh, the fact that it's gone up so quick, we may have some corrections in here. We had that. We had the big earnings announcement from Amazon, and uh, that failed to excite in a couple of areas. One of those is, you know, the area where they've bought uh, Whole Foods, Whole Foods, and that's more of getting into, you know, the Walmart, Target, you know, the brick-and-mortar type of store. And uh, there were some aspects of, of those numbers that sort of discouraged the market. But Amazon is still big and bold. And so, uh, but having uh, gotten through those things, those two, and a big, big earnings week, uh, finished off okay. Now, still plenty of earnings next week. And uh, the major earnings are through about a three-week process. Some will hit back up in March. But anyway, that's the markets for this week. So phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. So let me ask you, have you been feeling a little bit sick? Have you got people calling in at work sick? Well, guess what? Many of you may think it's the flu because it's flu-like symptoms. 
but it's not the flu. Melanie Michael reporting uh, a few hours ago for Newswatch 8 that uh, when you look around, and by the way, it's me. Uh, man, I've been filling up on tea, filling up on nasal spray to come on the show. Sometime uh, during the program, I'm sure my throat will just go dry immediately, and I have to take a little sip of water. So keep in mind that my um, my anti-rejection drugs that I'm taking for my leukemia uh, a transplant, they also are aggravating some of these things in terms of um, I'm fatigued to start with, and I can have a dry mouth with some of the rejection things that I'm dealing with right now. But <coughs> no doubt uh, the coughing was never part of it. And so uh, what's going around, and I have it, and I want to report to you. Yeah, people are saying they're feeling pretty miserable. I can attest to that. If you have uh, popped into an urgent care center around Central Florida, uh, especially like 5 or 6 o'clock, it would be packed with people waiting to see a doctor. And... Uh, People, I understand, have been waiting very long wait times, uh, and some are going to the emergency room. Wrong answer. Don't go to the emergency room for a flu-like symptom. Go to one of the other places because it will be very, very expensive. So here's what we got. Um, Patients are coming in, and they've got a bad cough. Check, Bill Bunkley. One that won't go away. Check, Bill Bunkley. They're also said they're congested with fever. Praise the Lord, I'm not. But if you got fever, and they are dealing with fatigue, check Bill Bunkley. According to Dr. Michael Patch from the Florida Hospital Carrollwood, not far from uh, the Bunkley Hacienda, uh, now known as Advent Health, Dr. Patch works in the emergency room and says he has noticed a trend that began in November. Same symptoms, same sickness, same diagnosis. The doctor says there is definitely something going around town, around central Florida, but he says it's not the flu, praise the Lord, and it's not strep throat. It's definitely something upper respiratory tract infection. And uh, sadly, that means it is a viral infection. And guess what? Don't go getting a bunch of antibiotics because that's not going to help a viral infection. And in fact, what I'm going to be doing is the only thing you can do is to rest. And as I'm going to do right now, drink plenty of fluids. That's about all you can do. And uh, he says, you know, people want to feel better. Bill Bunkley wants to feel better. But there's nothing they can really give them. So I'm going to tell you, if these are your symptoms, and especially if you happen not to have a fever, I would just say write it out. Don't even go to the doctor. Of course, it's your decision to go to the doctor. But, you know, depending on what that charge is going to be, that's something you just pray about and uh, make a decision. But I want to tell you, if you're a senior citizen or if you have children, keep an eye on these symptoms very close. And if they get uh, worse or start going in the opposite direction, that's when you want to uh, go see the doctor and um, make sure that uh, you get it checked out because we don't want you to really go too far uh, in the wrong direction. Well, as we are getting ready for the big day, uh, and before we get a chance to spend some time with Z Andrew Cision, and by the way, we'll also take your calls. Phone lines will be open. 
877-943-9673. They're open now, but uh, once we get toward the bottom of the hour, if you'd like to uh, call us and give us your quick Super Bowl uh, prediction, put it on record in front of a few thousand people. So, therefore, if you nail it, um, we've got it on record for you. We'll have you um, giving us a call a little bit later on. Now, now, you may think this story is made up, but it's not. This is a story coming up just after the break. CNN is reporting. Here is the headline on CNN. European colonizers killed so many Native, Native Americans that it changed the global climate. You know what? If I blow my nose... I must be causing global climate. If I walk and burn any calories, walking from my bedroom to the refrigerator for a little late night snack, I'm sure that I'm causing global climate change. You know, you really don't have to wait to watch something funny at night, a sitcom, or maybe you're into some of the late night talk shows. All you have to do is keep an eye on the headlines. Because either they're so outrageous that you shake your head and think, what? And, of course, we got a taste of that this week with all these bizarre, extreme, anytime, any place, let's abort a baby. So now <laughs> we got we got climate change again because of the Europeans killing Native Americans. Now, let me tell you, breaks my heart about the killing of Native Americans, trust me, and growing up in Montana – and all of what happened out there and how they were rounded up and put on reservations, how the Seminoles had that long death walk out to uh, um, Oklahoma. Um, but but i got to tell you that looking at a sad situation in history, and now some scientist has a theory. We'll have a, a good time coming up. 877-943-9673. More of the Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show with yours truly, Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. Enjoy chocolate, comedy, and encouragement. Faith Talk presents Ladies' Night Out, Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist, featuring Christian comedian and speaker Amberly Neese. God, I'm dying here! Event sold out fast, so get your tickets today. Five dollars when you sign up for the Faith Talk Fan Club at Let's Talk Ladies Night Out. Details at Let's Talk Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at 
at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. Weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. I want you to know that the Bible does reveal enough truth about suffering in terms of general principles that help us put a great deal of our suffering in perspective. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Bunkley here, back with the Bill Bunkley Show on this Friday, February the 1st, talking about a state of confusion. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the Phil Collins song that we're going to be showcasing next week, I hope, if we have clearance to play it. No, I'm talking about uh, time for another <clears throat> global warming caused by humans segment. 877-943-9673. Phone lines are open, reminding you that we'll also be talking Super Bowl, bottom of the hour, with Z Andrecision, Andrecision Ministries. And um, we'll have a chance to um, get his thoughts. And he is a veteran of both the NFL and the Canadian Football League, as well as a dedicated mentor of young people. We'll have a good visit with him coming up later on today. Well, Lauren Kent, I want to make sure that she gets full and total credit. She is a reporter for CNN. So if there's something that doesn't ring true here, don't shoot the messenger. All right? She writes, when Europeans arrived in the Americas, they caused so much death and disease that it changed the global climate, a new study finds. European settlers killed 56 million indigenous people over about 100 years in the South, Central, and North America, causing large swaths of farmland to be abandoned and reforested. Researchers at the University College London, or UCL, estimate. The college professors report that the increase in trees and vegetation across an area the size of France resulted in a massive decrease in carbon monoxide, CO2, for those of you that weren't in the top of the class there in your science studies, CO2 in the atmosphere according to the study. Carbon levels changed enough to cool the earth by 1610, by the year 1610, researchers found, 
Now, to put it in perspective, oh, Chris Columbus uh, hit the shores here in 1492, a couple hundred years afterwards. CO2 and climate change have been relatively stable until this point, said UCL geography professor Mark Maslin. I wonder if Mark was there all those years before Chris Columbus did his deal. Oh, my word. But remember that science often builds upon assumptions. Always remember that. When looking at the theory of evolution, always ask the question if you're talking or debating someone who's pretty up on on, on that issue. Could you point out to me all the areas from the bottom up where assumptions have been made to come to the evolution conclusion that so far have not been justified by any observable science. Just just a side question. So anyway, he claims as a August professor that this is the first major change we see in the Earth's greenhouse gases. Now let's see. God created the world. That's what I believe. And uh, we've had all sorts of events with the sun and its relationship with the solar system and its relationship with the earth and solar flares and all sorts of things. But none of that occurred before 1492, those natural events. But they uh, claim by combining archaeological evidence, historical data, and analysis of carbon found in the Antarctica area, the UCO researchers show how the reforestation directly caused by the Europeans' arrival was a key component of the global chill, they said. For once, we've been able to balance all the boxes and realize with the only way the Little Ice Age was so intense because of the genocide of millions of people, the professor told CNN. Well, let me just remind you that some of these assumptions, and now we're back to carbon dating, we're back to the Antarctica. I want to remind, remind you that uh, look up the, uh, look up the um, Mount St. Helens research that's been done since the side of the mountain, the volcano blew. That happened a lot long ago, and guess what? It's throwing out the same readings as if it happened millions of years ago. Assumption. Assumption. All right, we got a caller. Got a couple minutes. Uh, my friend, Dr. T, surfacing <laughs> from Sarasota. I Good just, to hear your voice, which I haven't heard yet, but hey, welcome back. We got just a couple of minutes. Brother, um, how are you feeling? I mean, I've been following you on Facebook, but um, I didn't even really know that you were back on the air until a couple of days ago. How are you? I am very fatigued. I've yeah. got some uh, uh, rejection issues going on. I'll probably post something on Facebook. I've tried to be positive over the first month. I am positive. Yeah. But got some things going on, and I think I picked up this bug with the cough and oh. fatigue. But uh, it's all right, man. It's just good to good to hear from you, man. You sound great. You sound exactly like you did before you had to take your sabbatical. And, um, you know, we want you back on. And no matter how long it takes and <clears throat> no matter what, you know, 
just keep on fighting, keep on, and you're going to make it, you're going to be all right. You're still a relatively young man, and you're in good shape, good health, and you've got a great mind, so, you know, we need you, we need you, but it's great to have you back, and I just want to say a couple things real quick. Um, the escalation of the attack on the, whale, on the uh, white male Christian <laughs> to the point where it has become completely preposterous, I'm going to tell you something. As far as the American Indian is concerned, hard, hard, hard break. A minute, twenty seconds. Go ahead. All right. As far as the American Indian is concerned, I, you know, the revisionist history is outrageous. Um, they, <laughs> yes, they were not these little innocent, you know, poor people that were a highly advanced civilization and that were incredibly peaceful and in touch with nature. Um, I've read um, when I was younger older history books before the revisionists came in about the uh, thousands of brutal attacks that many different tribes committed against many, 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 many settlers over years. And I mean brutal attacks, and I can't even describe some of the undescribable things that they did to men, women, and children. Um, and, you know, it was basically, it wasn't that the uh, white man came there to destroy the Indian. It was that the American Indian wasn't getting along with anybody, including most of the other tribes. They were constantly warring with each other. But what happened was in America. 20 seconds. We decided to let the people that lost write the history after the 1960s. Just as if the Japanese wrote the history about World War II, it might read very differently than the history that we write. So... Thanks for the well, time. Well, Z, let's do this. Do this, Z. Let's have a, an in-depth discussion next week. But for now, i got a hard break. Good to hear your voice. Bill Bunkley, The Bill Bunkley Show, back with Zenon and Recision. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Russian politicians are blaming the U.S. for what they say is the undermining of global security by ending compliance with the nuclear arms treaty. NATO Secretary General Jean Stoltenberg says that the agency is not going to give up on trying to convince Russia to come back into the INF. In the meantime, President Trump says the U.S. refuses to participate in the treaty. If Russia is not in compliance, the U.S. will suspend its obligations starting this weekend and begin the process of pulling out for good if Russia does not move back into compliance within those six months. The government January jobs report shows robust growth despite the government shutdown. And stocks held on to tiny gains at the end of an up-and-down session on Wall Street. Major indexes higher for much of the morning as investors applauded the latest burst of hiring by U.S. employers last month, adding some 304,000 jobs. This is SRN News. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audit or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. 
For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alerts, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-877-653-8844. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-877-653-8844. installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-877-653-8844. That's 1-877-653-8844. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. In football, there's an end zone. But in life, each of us has a comfort zone, that personal space around us that should be protected and respected. A healthy relationship is one in which both parties are on an equal playing field and are comfortable with each other's interaction. It's important that we help our children set boundaries, to learn what to do in an uncomfortable situation, and to respect the boundaries of others. Dad, have a conversation with your kids. For five tips for teaching your kids about boundaries, visit allprodad.com. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, before we uh, get into our regular 5 o'clock menu, and that's our weekly visit with Focus on the Family, as well as with Movie Guy. we got great segment coming up in the second hour. Well, you know what? It is Super Bowl in America. And uh, notwithstanding the polar vortex, we've got two teams that play usually outside on turf, if they're on their home turf territory. They're both going to be coming indoors at that brand-new, state-of-the-art Mercedes-Benz Stadium, uh, home of the Atlanta Falcons, and so that's where this matchup is going to be taking place. And so I thought I'd bring in a good friend. Uh, Not only talk about that, going to talk about a little ministry as well, but uh, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. If you want to talk about the Super Bowl or an aspect or prediction, so... Uh, we're going to be uh, limiting the uh, calls on air to that right now. Well, my next guest has been a friend for a long, long time, he and his wife. And uh, I want to tell you that uh, he knows a little bit about football. Uh, he's a kicker. And uh, in a minute I'm going to ask him if he's had any sympathy for the kickers in the last 12 to 24 months, seeing how they've been in the spotlight. But uh, pro football, let me just tell you that uh, he started some years ago 
And uh, some of you may not know the entire resume, and I may not get it right either. But from June of 71 to August of 71, well, Dallas Cowboys is on his resume. Then from uh, June of 1971 to 1982, went to the Canadian Football League for the Toronto Argonauts. And then in the middle of that, I guess he was double-teaming, two-timing, or however that works, back with a little stint there from January of 78 to September 79th, he's, well, Kansas City Chiefs. And this is my favorite one because you remember Steve Spurrier. You remember uh, Bandit Ball, okay, Burt Reynolds. That's right. That was some fun, let me tell you. But uh, Z Andrecision was with the Tampa Bay Bandits from 1983 to 1986. Then upon retiring from football, was uh, very instrumental. Fellowship of Christian Athletes Director here, 87 to 2007. And uh, then he went on, and today he is the founder and director of Zenon Ministries since uh, 2008. But I also want to tell you that, uh, first of all, this is, you know, I'm praying for him. I really am praying for him because he went to UCLA. He was out there on the left coast, class of 1970. And if, if that isn't, you know, just producing prayer, he got a degree in psychology. So the left-wing psychologist is with us today. But also more importantly, Dallas Theological Seminary, class of 1995, Master's in Biblical Studies. Z, my good friend, good to have you back on the Bill Bunkley Show. Great being with you, Bill, and I'm glad you're back in the saddle. Great to hear you. Well, I'm in the saddle, but I got some folks kind of propping me up, so I got some, I got a ways to go. But thank you for, for that, and it was good seeing you a couple of days ago. Um, let me ask you about kicking. Tell us a little bit about your kicking for years, and uh, you've got to have some thoughts about what's been happening with the league moving you know, the extra point out and what's been happening. We got the ding, we got the double ding, and uh, just devastating things when you see us. Talk about kicking in the NFL before we get to the Super Bowl. Well, you know, kicking is, uh, number one, very high-pressured. I mean, you kick, uh, you miss a couple kicks, a couple games in a row, and they're going to bring in a whole bevy of, of kickers from all over. There's so many kids now that are trying to get this position, and uh, so it's very competitive, very difficult to get um the you know to to be on a team and to be successful and uh so many factors that you know i i personally uh you know kicked 16 years and uh i think my best kicks came when i had a good center but when i had a great holder a holder that holds the ball and when you have that you know you can kick for a long time so that was what happened for me and uh it's just uh, something that I, that I really miss. Uh, I love seeing the kickers in the NFL because uh, they've been having a great year. I think there was early on there was a lot of misses, but during the playoffs, I mean, we saw some of the best kicking we've ever seen in the NFL, like when the Rams kicker kicked that 57-yarder to win the game against uh, New Orleans. That was unbelievable to kick a kick like that. So we've just been uh, treated to some great kicking and punting this year. Mm. Listen to the voice of Zenon Andrecision uh, with Zenon Ministries. And by the way, their website is Zenon, Z-E-N-O-N, ministries.org, Z-E-N-O-N, ministries.org. If you have your uh, smartphone by your home or office PC, uh, feel free to, to check it out while we're chatting. Well, let's talk about surfaces because we've got two teams that have uh, played most of their games on natural turf. 
Mm-hmm. Even though one of them, it could be the frozen tundra uh, for sure. Uh, the other one's kind of like being in a tropical climate. Uh, what about the kicking game inside this dome, of the Mercedes-Benz uh, Arena there in Atlanta? How do you make those adjustments? Well, it, kicking on AstroTurf or the new turf that they're producing is the best place to kick. You're going you're gonna to have nice, nice turf. But I think, from what I've been reading, they have to replace the turf with natural grass before the Super Bowl. The, uh, the turf out, out some other place, and then they bring it in and plant it. So I believe they'll be kick, uh, be playing on grass. That's kind of a requirement. I mean, that's what I've been told. But uh, personally, I played um, in an open stadium in, in the worst places that you could play because the stadium I played most of my career in was next to a lake, Lake Ontario, and they did <laughs> not have uh, AstroTurf then, and there was always mud, and there was wind, and there was rain, and it was cold. I mean, I played in some minus 20-degree weather games in Edmonton, and so uh, the you know playing indoors for a kicker is the ultimate place to kick. No wind. I mean, it's just perfect. You know, so there's really nothing to worry about. We start kicking in some of these places in like Cleveland or New York. Uh, it really affects your your kicks. You know, so I think it's going to be a good game. They've got both teams got great kickers. Uh, both of them been very successful. Both teams are great. Uh, it should be a good game. should be a great game. What odds do you give it that the game will come down to a kick? Well, <clears throat> the way things have been going, that's the way it's been turning out. But you never know how uh, – we, we know how New England is going to play. They're going to play great because they've got the number one and the greatest probably player in the NFL in Brady. As far as the Rams, they're upstarts with a new quarterback, second-year golf. And he is, uh, you never know what he's going to do. And there's just those players are going to be so excited. I never played in the Super Bowl. Uh, my closest I ever came to the Super Bowl was when I was with the Cowboys. And then I, found, I was released by Tom Landry. And he called me in there one day and he said, we're going to let you go because you're a problem athlete. And I had to leave and, and I, had a, I lost out on maybe going to three or four Super Bowls playing for Dallas. And that, that was the closest I ever got. And, of course, I played with the Chiefs. And we, we were the last in our league with Marv Levy. And then Marv Levy left, went to Buffalo, and then he goes to the Super Bowl four times. He doesn't win it. And so those are the, the times that I was, you know, really close to getting there. But, you know, uh, I have teammates that played only six or seven years and played in six or seven championship games. So my career was always with teams that were losing and with uh, oppor- no, opportunities were just never there to get to the final great games. Mm. It's an decision. I know that you interact with uh, the current Buccaneer players, those who have retired, the athletes that are in the area, other folks. Uh, in fact, I uh, saw Steve DeBerg the other day. Um, though you have not played in a Super Bowl, uh, two weeks since the last game, by the time the kickoff rolls around on Sunday afternoon, tons of distractions out there. How difficult is it, and especially if you're the Patriots, uh, you know what? You know what this business is all about, not only playoffs but Super Bowl. But as you said, we've got this younger team with a lot of distractions, a Super Bowl week. Um, The night before, they probably don't sleep much, but what's your thoughts about when they actually have to perform and uh, the effect of just the event? Well, they're going to have to come up with a lot of tickets for their families and friends. <laughs> they're going to be calling on you know every hour 
trying to get their tickets. And those, those tickets, by the way, the cheapest ones are going for 3000 And I was looking today that if you want to buy a 50-yard ticket at the game, it's going to be around seven to $8,000 per ticket. Uh, then you have a TV audience of 110 million in America. A third of, I say, almost half the people in America will be watching it, adults. Then you've got worldwide attention, and then you've got the media all over you. Today's social media, taking photos, videotaping everything you do, wherever you go, what you're wearing, what, you know, everything about you, trying to put stuff out there. And then there's people trying to get a piece of you, you know, these young guys who aren't married, you know, they're out there. You know, girls are trying to get figure out how they can date them and so on. And it just goes on and on and on. And there's so much pulling them away from doing the job. So a lot of these guys have got a lot of things swirling in their brain. And then they got out, get out, get out there and com- compete. And so they have to be able to figure out how to, you know, get rid of that stuff and just focus on the, on the job at hand and not be thinking about all that other stuff. And it's not easy. And unless they have their, their life really together, it's very difficult to perform and at the level that they probably could. So that's why guys like Brady and some of these guys who've been there, you know, they have the advantage. They've been there. They know exactly what's going to happen. But some of the newer guys, some of the younger guys, some like the Rams, it's going to be a whole new experience for them. Like kids in a candy store. And I oh, tell yeah. you what, the temptations just run wild. Got to take a break in a minute. Before we do, we want to talk ministry about Xena Ministries when we come back after the break. But what about all of the Christian influences? You've got Tony Dungy, yourself, others, but there are certainly representatives from a lot of Christian ministries working with the players in Atlanta. Talk about the outreach part of the Super Bowl. Well, every team has a chaplain. They have uh, you know chapels before the games. Uh, there's guys ministering to them not only on the team as chaplains, but also in, in outside of the teams and churches and friends and so on. And a lot of these guys, some of the top players in the league, are stepping forward now and claiming you know they're Christians, they, their belief system. They're being they're, you're talking about it, and they're uh, being very vocal, you know. And like people like Tim Tebow, who's no longer out in out there, but they're they're being very vocal about their faith, and uh, it's really uh, great to see. And coaches are coming forward. You see a lot. You see a lot of it in college football too. You know where top players are coming out and saying, "Hey, listen, I'm a Christian. This is who I am, and this is what I believe." So there, there's a lot of uh, onus uh, to allow these guys to share their faith, which is fantastic. So they have a ministry with the players, other players on the team. You know, going to them and inviting them to chapels and, and various things that they do, and talking to them about the scriptures and sitting down with them and praying. Uh, believe me, there'll be more prayer going up for those players before these games and anyone, any games this season. Got about 30, 40 seconds for the break. What was your thoughts uh, about the, the missed call, the infamous missed call in New Orleans? Uh, What a tragedy. How'd that hit you as a player? Well, you hate to see uh, missed calls. You hate to see referees that were standing right there, and you know, and those guys who who put everything out to win, and all of a sudden their t- their, their opportunities taken away over something like that. It's very sad, and and you know what? It's nothing you can do. This is about this is an example of life. You know, you're going along, you're moving along. Things look really good. You're just about there. You're almost at the finish line, and kaboom, something happens. It could be like you know, like a like an illness. It could be a financial. It could be a relational. That in life, that's what happens. And in football, that's a perfect example how we, 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 you know, nothing is sure. You know, we just don't know. And then what is going to matter is how do you respond to it? Some of the Christian, you know, the guy who responded the best that I saw when that happened was Drew Brees. Yeah. As soon as the thing was over, he was out on the field afterwards with his boys playing catch football after the game. 
where everybody yeah. else was moping and, you know, crying or whatever they were doing. I don't know what they were doing, but he was out on the field with, playing with his boys and enjoying himself and saying, this is the moment I want to, you know, spend with my kids that they can be well, with I their dad. You. Well, you know, I tell you. That, that is what it's all about. Got to take a hard break here in just a couple of seconds. More with Zenon and Precision with Zenon Ministries and the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay by half. That's right. When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are... There's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Can solid teamwork building principles apply to all of life? Here's Pro Football Hall of Fame coach Tony Dungy, author of The Soul of a Team. In my book, The Soul of a Team, SOUL is an acronym, and the S in the acronym SOUL stands for selflessness, which is defined as putting individual needs aside for the good of the team. Getting team members to put themselves somewhere other than first can be a challenge. After all, it often conflicts with the natural desire for self-advancement. And if your team is struggling, your first thought may be, I'd better protect myself and do what's best for me because at the end of the day, that's going to be the way I get ahead. As one player recently told me, being on a bad team is the first step to being out of the league. The irony, however, is that putting your interests aside for the good of the team ultimately benefits both you and those with whom you work. Be careful, though, that you don't confuse selflessness with false humility or being a doormat. Truly selfless team members are confident in their own abilities, but instead of just using those abilities for their own benefit, they see them as gifts that can be used to help others. When the Apostle Paul was advising an early church on how it could thrive despite great challenges, he said, Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Philippians 2, 3 and 4 Likewise, being selfless doesn't mean you must always put your needs and wants last. Paul wasn't telling the Philippian church to disregard their own needs but to look for opportunities to help others, even as they were faithful to their own responsibilities. The Lord has put passions and dreams not only into your heart, but also into the hearts of your fellow team members. You can have a hand in helping them flourish. Tony Dungy, best-selling author of The Soul of a Team, from Tyndale House. More at CoachDungy.com. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world, walk the ancient temple steps, touch the 
Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book 800-247-1899 or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. All right, let's get right back to it. A few minutes left on the Bill Bunkley Show, and I want to get back to uh, Zenon and Decision of Zenon Ministries. And before the three of us give our predictions for the Super Bowl, uh, Z, I know that you're the founder director of Zenon Ministries, and you have been mentoring and sharing Christ with young people for many, many years. Tell us a little bit about your ministry and how folks can connect with you. Well, the major part of the ministry is in the public schools where we have clubs called Legacy Clubs. Legacy is something you leave behind. It can be good or bad, and we want to encourage the kids to leave a legacy for their school, for their friends, uh, for their parents, of a, of a person who has good character and is uh, you know, upright, and they can be a proud, proud uh, individual that people will be proud of on an athletic team or anything else they do. So we have these clubs. They meet, they're like any other club. We're allowed to do it as the law permits that uh, permits any other club to, to, to form. We can form these uh, Christian Bible clubs. We get together. We teach the kids. It has to be student-led. So we teach the kids to run the meeting, to do their testimony, to share Bible verses, to give a, a, you know, talk about some scripture, share testimonies, bring in speakers, uh, do music. I mean, it's, uh, it's really something to see a bunch of kids getting together and running uh, a meeting like that. It's a, it's a mini version of a church. But it's very real and live to these kids because they know each other very well, and uh, so they really uh, are great together when they participate. That's what we do in the schools. Then we do uh, athletic chapels. We do football chapels. This last week I started doing uh, meetings with a track team at uh, one of the high schools, which is phenomenal because you have about 100 kids coming out for track, boys and girls, and the coach allows me to meet with them and give them a talk every week on uh, character quality, and uh, I base that on uh, a book by John Wooden, who was coach of the UCLA Bruins, and wrote a book called The Pyramid of Success. Your alma mater. Yes, sir. I love UCLA. They're not doing as well as they used to. You know, I was just having fun with you, don't you? But, you know, I wish they win another national championship. It looks like it's going to be a time, long time before they do that. But, yeah. you know, so we use that as a, as, a, as a base to what we do, and we bring in people. When I try to find athletes, I try to find individuals that have great stories and testimonies that come in and share uh, what they're doing and how the Lord has impacted their lives. So that's one part of it. I was chaplain of the Tampa Bay Storm for 14 years, and then they kind of folded last year, and that was really sad for Tampa to lose an arena football team, and that was really a lot of fun to work with them. And uh, I'm always looking for opportunities. I also lead uh, uh, two or three Bible studies during the week with men, and um, I really enjoy that. Love, love to study and uh, give my the things that I've learned and has been taught to me to, to share that with men, to help them in their lives. And it's uh, I'm, I'm busy. I'm not retiring as long as, long as the Lord gives me the energy to do it. I'm going to keep doing it and uh, do it do it well and, and finish strong. All right. And let me remind you that, uh, you know, legacy is so important. And I know that uh, the Lord has sort of centered Z on, on this area of life. 
And so I want to tell you, if you go to zenonministries.org, that's Z-E-N-O-N ministries.org, not only can you get an idea of of, uh, drilling down a little bit deeper on on this legacy thing that's sort of a foundation for the ministry, uh, but you can check out and see all of what's happening with Zenon Ministries. You can get the latest newsletter, all that, and one one stop to do that. And, again, that's uh, zenonministries.org. Thank you. Now, now before we wrap up, uh, i got I'm going to go around the horn with Mike as well. So, Z, any predictions uh, about uh, who's going to win, any points or anything? What's your thoughts? Yes, I know. I'll tell you who's going to win for sure, 100%. It's the Lord. He's going to win. Okay. Hey, so, good answer. Amen. I, I, we're on the same team on that one. So uh, as far as teams are concerned, I know that, uh, you know, Patriots are favorite. My heart says, Rams, you got to win. you got to win for those people in, on the West Coast. Those people need something like this. <laughs> so I'm hoping that the Rams win, and that's what I'm, I'm going to put my, uh, my prediction on them. Three points. Kick a field goal at the end, 62 yards. All right, 62-yard three-pointer. That's where Z's weighing in. Mike, come on in here. Uh, Mike Mirico, what is your prediction for Sunday? I like Z's opinion there, too. Um, I'm rooting for the Rams for sure, and uh, I think that they uh, they have the better team here this uh, this coming Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. But uh, it's really difficult to root against the old Tom Brady and his football team. So while I'm going to be rooting for the Rams, I think the Patriots are going to probably pull out a close one. Well, I got to tell you, I don't have a particular uh, number in mind, and uh, uh, no disrespect for Tom Brady, but I have been in the camp for a few years of anybody but Brady, but the Patriots, only to give somebody else a chance. However, my heart is still with Drew Brees a little bit and uh, the Saints, and so uh, if the Rams were to win this, there's going to be an asterisk next to the win, I think. So uh, the fact that we're seeing Edelson is doing well. And you got the, the Gronk out there that's playing well. And what they've done the last couple of weeks, it looks like once again to Belichick uh, and, uh, of course, with his uh, cohort Brady, I just think that they've got, the, you know, the, the workmanship to pull it out. So uh, I, I'm going to stick with them. But nonetheless, I hope it's a great game. But, uh, but Z, hey, thank you a lot. I'm going to be talking about how close your prediction is on Monday, so make sure you tune in, my friend. All righty. Thank you for giving me a time to – to speak today and the last thing i have to say is go chiefs there you go hey we're waiting you were waiting next year Amen. Th- thank you Z. mike again thank you for your prediction and we'll watch and see how that folds out and again please all you fa- patriot fans i'm just talking about my thoughts for new folks getting a chance to do the title but i gotta tell you if brady and company take care of business i think it takes care of the nfl for a while Coming up in a moment, second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, we got Movie Guide uh, coming up in the second portion and Focus on the Family to kick it off. All that and more in the Bill Bunkley Show. You know I love you. Looking forward for the big game, but be careful with the commercials. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh. All you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it, so do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. 
Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your books, see it on Amazon, be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. News is hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. NATO says Russia is in breach of a key Cold War era nuclear treaty. And the Western Military Alliance is urging Moscow to come back into compliance during the six months that remain before the United States abandons the pact. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg says they will not give up on trying to convince Russia to come back to the INF Treaty. We will both uh, continue uh, to engage with Russia, uh, try to convince them to come back into compliance. They still have uh, an opportunity to do so during this six-month period. Uh, The clock is ticking, but six months is more than enough for them to uh, come back into compliance in a transparent uh, and verifiable uh, way. NATO says if Moscow fails to destroy all new missile systems that Washington insists violate the treaty, Russia will bear sole responsibility for the end of the treaty. U.S. employers shrugged off last month's partial government shutdown and engaged in a burst of hiring in January, adding 304,000 jobs, the most in nearly a year. Economist Gus Fauché says the numbers also show an increase in the labor participation rate. That's good news because it means that people who were previously on the sidelines are coming back into the job market, and so that can support business hiring this year. Hiring has accelerated since summer, a development that has surprised economists because hiring typically slows when unemployment is so low. Vice President Mike Pence addressed Venezuelans living in Miami today, saying Washington was working towards a peaceful transition so that opposition leader Juan Guaido comes to power. Nicolas Maduro would do well not to test the resolve of the United States of America. Pence is also meeting with community leaders, former elected officials, and Florida Senators Marco Rubio and Rick Scott to talk about the South American nation's political crisis. Mixed day on Wall Street as the Dow is up by 64 points. The Nasdaq dropped 18. The S&P advanced 2. More on these stories at townhall.com. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours, too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. A day after unveiling a prescription drug discount proposal for Medicare and Medicaid beneficiaries, the Trump administration's top health official, Alex Azar, 
has proposed extending it to everyone. The plan takes hidden rebates that are now shared by drug companies and insurers and instead pass them along to consumers. Federal health officials say those rebates, which are paid by drug companies to guarantee that their drugs are covered by insurance, can account for up to 30% of a drug's price. Those with high copays could save money. Someone not taking any prescription meds could actually pay a bit more in premiums. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Meanwhile, Massachusetts prosecutors allege the family behind OxyContin raked in billions of dollars as it pushed to keep patients on the powerful painkiller longer, despite evidence that the drug was helping to fuel the nation's deadly opioid crisis. The Sackler family allegedly sought to profit off the drug abuse crisis. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Lindsay Vaughn says she will retire from skiing after competing in the World Championships in Sweden this month. As many ski racing fans know, injuries have plagued Lindsay Vaughn throughout her great career. This was the 34-year-old almost nine years ago after clinching her third straight World Cup title. I've definitely had my share of injuries this year, but, um, you know, to come away with with these titles, you know, with, with all three of the titles, it's... Four, actually. It's it's just overwhelming. The women's all-time leader in World Cup victories was going to retire in December, but changed her plans because of persistent pain in both of her knees. I'm Shelley Adler. The Vermont House has passed legislation that would impose a 92% tax on e-cigarettes as a way to dissuade teens from vaping. Democratic Representative George Till says kids who use the highly addictive products are four times more likely to become smokers. More on these stories available at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, we're back with the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on this first day of February. It's a Friday. So that means we're going to be up first uh, heading out to Colorado Springs, Colorado for our weekly visit with Focused on the Family. Excited this week because Glenn Stanton, who's Director of Family Formations for Focus, is going to be with us today talking about what does it mean to be a good man. We know the nonsense that just the surface with that uh, ad for the Gillette Razor people Oh, my word. So we're going to go ahead and break that down and have an opportunity to really talk about what it means to be a good man and, of course, from a godly perspective. Then we're going to head from Colorado Springs, and we'll go out to uh, L.A., and uh, Hollywood's on our mind. 
And I know that uh, the Rams' victory is on Ben Kaiser's mind. He's the managing editor. Going to talk about uh, two movies, one that's opening up this weekend, the least of these, the Graham Stain story. And um, got some cautions on that one, though I really encourage uh, our older uh, kids and uh, audience to see that one. That's uh, opening up this weekend. And uh, next weekend, because uh, next weekend is the Movie Guide Awards um, Gala there in L.A. We won't get a chance to visit with Ben Kaiser, but next weekend, uh, the Lego Movie 2, the second part is opening. We'll have all that and more in the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork, or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day, with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. How many sales are you missing because you're not effectively using social media marketing? Worse yet, how many customers are your competitors stealing from you because they are? The vast majority of the population is on social media nearly every day shopping. Does your business have an effective selling presence on social media? We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Join Dennis Prager on the Stand with Israel tour. Book today at 800-247-1899. 800-247-1899. Or click on the Stand with Israel banner at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. 
On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teachings. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Dressed in black The preachers say life goes too fast The memories have turned to tears Thinking back on all the years Bill Bunkley here. We're back on this Friday before Super Bowl. And uh, we're excited because uh, not only have I been back, but I always love uh, Friday afternoons. Get a chance to have a great conversation with our friends at Focus on the Family, as well as head out to California here shortly for our discussion of two brand new movies with our friends at Movie Guide. Well, today, a good friend who is on the, he's, there's no doubt that he's on the front lines of the culture war for Focus on the Family. And uh, he is... Uh, the director of family formations for focus and i'm talking about glenn stanton and i want to tell you that uh he is uh, in washington a lot uh, a lot of mutual friends he debates and lectures extensively on the issues of gender sexuality marriage and parenting both at universities and churches around the world and uh, he's the author of eight different books on marriage and families and a regular columnist for various blogs. And, in fact, we talked about him when this uh, book came out. Uh, his latest book's been out for a while, Loving My LGBT Neighbor, Being Friends in Grace and Truth. Uh, and he explores how Christians should interact with gay or lesbian neighbors in a Christ-honoring way. Earned his bachelor's degree in philosophy, communication, arts, and religion, and a master's degree in philosophy, history, religion, from where? Right here in Florida, University of West Florida. Glenn Stanton, good to have you with us this afternoon. Hey, Bill. It's good to be with you. Thanks for having me. It's a real blessing. Well, in today's confused world, and I mean there's a lot of confusion going on. It's just gender identity, all sorts of things. Um, You know, God created us man and woman. And when I think about that, you know, part of what my daily prayer is, Lord, what would you have for me and what kind of person, man, would you like me to be? Well, let's talk about this. What does it mean from a godly perspective? What does it mean, Glenn Stanton, to be a good man? Well, first of all, I mean, that, you know, in many ways is one of the most confusing questions in our culture today, unfortunately. I mean, we have all these ideas um, you know, is he is he really macho? Is he strong? Is he beefy? Is he hunter? Um, is a good man a toxic individual? You know, all those kinds of things. But we as Christians have this wonderful example in God who became man and lived as a man. He lived as a as a newborn baby, you know, all the way up to adulthood. And we have his example for us. And it's a really a real world example. And look at him. I mean, he knew the right thing to do and he did it. He was strong. He was confident. He knew where he was going. Um, he wasn't a bully in any sense, of course, and neither should we be. But he did. He did um, stand up for the the oppressed. 
um, for the weak, for those who needed help. But he also stood up against the bullies of the day, if you will, the religious leaders, um, and he was just unflinching there. He had a mission um, to overcome the evil of the world, um, and he didn't shrink from that. And every step he took was moving in that direction. He was under the authority of his father, and he was obedient even to the point of death to give himself up for others and to serve others. And he didn't compromise. He didn't, uh, you know, uh, apologize for speaking the truth. Um, but he was gracious as well. And so all of those things are wonderful examples of really what it means to be a man. Mm. Now, Glenn Stan, we're getting ready to go into Super Bowl weekend, and I've already gotten a couple of heads up, and I'm sure you have as well, about some of the ads that uh, are probably going to be running on Sunday. Well, Gillette, Gillette, Razors, of all companies, okay, they come out with an ad talking about toxic masculinity. Now, now I, I want to just say, you and I both know, Glenn, we have been the ire of Hollywood and movies and sitcoms and everything else for a year. And I'm talking about men. I mean, mm-hmm. we are just, we don't have, I mean, we, we are just lost, lost puppies in the world in the sea of everybody else knows better than we do. Now we've got this thing about toxic masculinity. You're the social expert of what's going on in the culture. What, what is this all about with Gillette of all people? Well, I mean, you know, it, it's first of all, the, the ad just from a creative point of view is yeah, I hate to use this word, but just stupid. <laughs> it just it's <laughs> bad. And you can't believe that a conference room of executives, you know, thought this would be a, a good idea. But the real big problematic thing is essentially it's men are a problem to be solved. Um, they, they, you know, abuse women, they are, are violent, they're, you know, tomcatters and, and things like that. And yes, there are some men that are like that, but, um, you know, to kind of cast all men like that, and, and that's true for anything. I mean, are there women that don't act like they should? Yes, but you wouldn't have a commercial that shows bad example after bad example. You think, you know, any ethnic group or anything like that, um, you you just wouldn't do that. But unfortunately, it's kind of open season on men, and men don't complain about that. But, you know, for a, a company that is trying to sell its product to men, men yeah, a good idea is not to insult your customer base. But Yeah, a good idea, as you said, not to be stupid. Right. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's just stupid. Well, and it is interesting that how they have just been hammered, and not only by conservatives. Pierce Morgan, the British TV guy who used to be on CNN or something here, um, more liberal guy, but like he, his head is exploding about the ads, and and I mean he's calling on huge boycotts from Gillette and things like that. But the thing is, the problem with it is, is it really doesn't call men to something. Basically, it says men act badly in these ways, 
And the best that they can do is just to tell other men not to be that way, which I said in an article that I wrote. Basically, that makes manhood the equivalent of being a homeroom teacher, you know, just Mm -hmm, try mm -hmm. to keep other men under control rather than really aspiring to the virtue of manhood. And that's just a thin, you know, superficial view of what manhood is. And that's that's also unfortunate about the ad. By the way, if you're just joining us, that's the voice of Glenn Stanton, and uh, you can uh, catch up with him. He's uh, one of the directors there at Focus on the Family. Focusonthefamily.com, that's focusonthefamily.com is the website, not only for this topic, but so many other areas of assistance, uh, especially uh, those issues within a Christian worldview, uh, a good place to check out. And remember that they are a 501c3 ministry. And uh, so much of what they do is uh, pro bono to those they call, but they rely on folks to uh, have uh, regular opportunities to give so that ministry can continue to thrive. Mm-hmm. Now, Glenn Stanton, let me ask you to weigh in on, on something, and that is, you know, we, we've had uh, a revision, at least in one or two of uh, the Bible producers, uh, you know, we're not going to talk about he or she, it's going to be gender neutral. Where, you know, we got some states that if you don't address someone in the right way, you're going to get fined, a civil deal. And really where the culture is going, they don't want women to be women. They don't want men to be men. They just want them to be it's. How much is this playing into focus groups of uh, people uh, of just uh, buying into this whole idea that God made us man and woman. But you know what? The, The new me or the new America or the new future is we don't do that men-women deal anymore. Your thoughts about that? Well, not only do we not do it, it's evil to do it. It's it's inexcusable to do it. And, you know, the, the description that you just started off with is some Bible publishers doing a gender-free Bible. Well, look at the first page of Scripture. God created humanity in His image in the image of God, he created them male and female, okay? God's image in the world is gendered. It's not neutral. It's presented in both male and female. And Bill, I get this question all over the world where I speak. How in the world did this, you know, conspiracy, if you will, happen so quickly and travel so broadly? And the answer to that is, you know, I know a lot of the people on the other side, the people that are running this, they're not that smart, and they will tell you that they're not that smart. The only answer is, and I'm not a charismatic, I don't see Satan behind everything, but mm-hmm. it is a, a demonic conspiracy. Now, the people aren't demonic, but the effort, they are being used, just like any of us get used by Satan every day, they are being used to denounce and say the image of God in the world in male and female, it's kind of like the, the Wizard of Oz, pay no attention to that male or female thing. And that's what Satan is getting the world and the culture to do. And we as the church need to understand this. This whole gender thing is not just the latest skirmish in the culture war. It is an attack upon the very image of God in the world. Hmm. You know, uh, give a little hint. Uh, next week we're going to try and do this. Uh, I, I forget what I was watching just the other day, Glenn Stanton, and I would just attribute it to the Lord just uh, brought this to mind. And it, it was a, it was a moment where you just step back and you think, look at the confusion. Yeah. I mean, this whole world is confused. And then I thought back and I thought, 
Well, I guess I'll review some of my little secular uh, sinful ways. But anyway, I, I remembered Phil Collins, mm. and I remembered Genesis. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, you know, I remember that, that song, Land of Confusion. Mm. And I went back, and I looked at the lyrics. And I, I don't want to get too deep in the lyrics because I'm, uh, I'm trying to make sure that, you know, in, in radio world today that that's a song that we can play. You know, not get busted with the rights, you know. Right. But one of the things we'll do next week is, uh, you know, I want to take a song from years ago from a secular artist that was written by Phil Collins and his lead guitar player whose name doesn't come to mind. But I want to tell you, if you haven't read that lately, sometime this weekend, Glenn, and for my audience, too, Mm. look up the lyrics for Land of Confusion. And, And that was a prophecy by a secular rock and roll group years ago. But when you read it, it is so true today. Wow. You know, everything... People are so confused. Up is down. Down is up. And what we need to realize, Glenn, is that Satan is the author of deception, lies, and confusion. And the footprints are all before us of his, aren't they? Yep. Oh, they are. And it's, I mean, it gets crazier and crazier every week, it seems, you know, in the last year or so. But no, that's exactly it. And the culture, the elite culture, at least, you know, is is just following along obediently and enforcing, you know, all those rules. Like you said, I mean, there are teachers being fired from their jobs, even language teachers, English teachers, who say, I refuse to use improper pronouns. You know, there is a language, and the language is objectively true, and um, they're getting fired from jobs um, just simply for not using the, you know, the politically correct pronouns. Mm. Boy, I tell you what, talk about land of confusion. If you're just joining us, uh, Glenn Stanton, my very good friend and uh, just absolutely uh, known by everybody uh, on the uh, Christian worldview, the, the cultural challenges that we're having today, Director of Family Formations for Focus. want to tell you that uh, you can follow up on his work and the work of uh, Focus on the Family. Very simply, FocusOnTheFamily.com. FocusOnTheFamily.com today, we're talking about defining what it means to be a good man. And, you know, I guess one of the last things to talk about is when we have a 50% divorce rate, not only in the culture, but arguably or not in the church because people live together and all those little asterisks that go along with it. But, I mean, we, we got a significant divorce rate among men and women who have been regular church attenders mm-hmm. who following God. And then you you think about how many men have uh, essentially just been sperm donors. They've abandoned kids in our urban areas. Some kids don't know who their father is. Other ones just take off. And then we, you know, we get tired after 20 years and we want to trade in our spouse and, you know, get a new model, update, whatever, whatever. You know, our values are so opposed to that, but it just seems like there's so much, uh, there's so much um, confusion in the air. And, you know, we got this pleasure or we got this Internet or we got this app or this this game. I mean, even Christian men, it, it is time to put a call out there to, hey, wake up. Come back to your roots. Live out and be the man that God has called us to be. I, I, I think we, we've got a we've got an epidemic in this country that that needs to be inoculated to this. Yeah, and that's exactly right. I had a, a good wise friend say to me the other day. He goes, "I think the exact opposite 
or the you know the cancer of manhood is simply this it's passivity mm. and that's exactly what you're saying and manhood steps up it acts it it demonstrates itself in the way that it changes and affects the world around them and that's exactly what you're saying so well and then Gillette wants us to step up and be more passive <laughs> i mean think about it toxic toxic masculinity Okay, well, we'll just kind of go around, okay, all right. No, no, that's, uh, I don't see that in in the bravery, in the manhood of so many of the examples of men, both Old Testament and New Testament, that uh, God and the Holy Spirit and the inspiration, that's not the men that are set before us uh, as as this sort of alternative definition here. Right, no, exactly. And the men that we esteem, you know, they are men of action. Um, they they do things. And I think it's important, um, this term toxic masculinity, I'm so big on correcting people out there in the culture when they use it to explain masculinity cannot be toxic. Maleness can, you know, because there are toxic males, but masculinity itself is a social virtue. It's a personal virtue. It says something about the man. And let me, you know, let me explain it this way. You have a young 20-something woman. Her girlfriend set her up for a, a blind date this weekend, and she asks, so tell me what he's like. And they say, well, he's very masculine. Now, no woman in the world is going to go, well, is he getting help for that, or why did you set me up with a guy like that? Um, Masculinity, we understand in the normal part of life, is a good thing, but they've attached this word toxic to it, and it can't be. I mean, that's like toxic kindness, you know? Um, The two words just don't go together. Mm. And they sure don't. And I also want to remind you that uh, talk about resources that are out there. Um, The book that uh, Glenn wrote uh, a few months ago recently is one that I want to highly recommend because I want to tell you that uh, the culture that we live in, uh, things change. And so how about you in your neighborhood? You're a practicing Christian. What happens when the next thing you know, someone moves in across the street with you and they are a gay couple, and uh, they've got a couple of young kids. Where do you start? It's okay to give advice when it's somebody else's neighborhood, but you want to approach this in love. I want to remind you that uh, be aware of uh, the resource, uh, Loving My LGBT Neighbor, Being Friends in Grace and Truth. And uh, that has been a, a very, very helpful uh, a book on the subject by Glenn Stanton. Well, Glenn, uh, we're going to have to go in just a second, but uh, I, I know that uh, we pray for a focus on the family. We know you're on the front lines. And so uh, any new books or anything new coming out in terms of your work for 2019? You know what? I've got a new book, um, and I just got the edited manuscript yesterday. It's called The Myth of the Dying Church. And what it is is a carefully researched book looking and kind of attacking this false claim where we say people are leaving the church in droves and young adults are leaving the church in droves. Not only is it not true, the exact opposite is true. And I talk about how the evangelical church Bible-teaching churches are exploding, exploding through the U.S. and exploding tremendously through the world. So the actual story 
is is a very good news story, and it's not a what I call chicken little story. Um, and so when you hear this from you know Christian leaders and thinkers that oh my goodness you know young people and and others are leaving the church, it is just not true. And so this book, the the myth of the dying church, um, will come out in June this year. All right. Well, put us on the A list when your publisher's got it ready to go for the review copies. Flip one over to us, and we'll have you on the show post-haste. Wonderful, wonderful. Hey, thank you, Bill. <laughs> thank you. Glenn Stanton, Director of Family Formations, Focus on the Family. Good friends with us. We're good friends with Focus. And, Glenn, thanks for being with us. Hey, you bet, Bill. Thanks. Blessings to you. Same to you. All right, going to take a quick time out. We're going to head from Colorado Springs, Colorado, out to Hollywood. Movie Guide Awards coming up. Ben Kaiser will join us with that and two new movie reviews for the weekend. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam's 1984 yearbook page shows a picture of a person in blackface and another wearing a Ku Klux Klan hood next to different pictures of the governor. The Virginian pilot said it obtained a copy of the photo Friday from Eastern Virginia Medical School Library, which Northam attended. It's unclear who the people in the picture are, but the rest of the page is filled with pictures of Northam and lists his undergraduate alma mater and other information about him. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers says Foxconn Technology Group needs to do a better job communicating its plans for a southeastern Wisconsin plant. The company initially said it planned to build a massive plant in Mount Pleasant to produce flat-screen panels, backed off this week, and then on Friday reaffirmed plans for a manufacturing facility. Ever says there's no limit to skepticism if the company's messaging isn't coherent. This is SRN News. Whether you're taking care of clients, kids, a husband, or all of the above, sometimes you just need a night to care for yourself. Faith Talk presents Ladies' Night Out, Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist, featuring Christian comedian and speaker Amberly Neese. I was voted most spirited at my high school. I was also voted most likely to shave my head and stand in an airport and pass out daisies. Food trucks will be on hand early. You'll enjoy a chocolate fountain, dessert, photo booth, and shopping at our Ladies' Night Expo. And most of all, encouragement and laughter with Amberly Niece. I'll be in the middle of worship. God is so good. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, who claps like this except cheerleaders? Mm-mm-mm. Don't miss Faith Talk's Ladies' Night Out with Amberly Niece. Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon. Last year's event sold out fast, so get your tickets today. $5 when you sign up for the Faith Talk Fan Club. Details at letstalkfaith.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Our government has now introduced sanctions targeting Venezuela's oil industry as we up the pressure on the dictator Maduro to get out. We've turned off the oil as well as access to the money. We've called for military leaders to switch their allegiance to the man now recognized as Venezuela's legitimate head of state, Juan Guaido. And we've made it clear that any attempt to harm remaining U.S. diplomats in Venezuela will, in the words of National Security Advisor Ambassador John Bolton, quote, be met with a significant response. Bolton declined to comment on what that response would be, but he was carrying a yellow pad. And on that yellow pad was written, quote, 5,000 troops to Colombia. 
That's an Army Combat Brigade. Now, John Bolton does nothing by mistake. Ambassador Bolton is a friend of mine. I know John Bolton. I've worked with John Bolton. John Bolton is no Ben Rhodes. All options are on the table. Maduro's days in power are indeed numbered, thank God. I'm Hugh Hewitt. C.S. Lewis is coming to Tampa. Award-winning actor Max McLean portrays C.S. Lewis on stage in The Most Reluctant Convert. Theater Mania says that McLean delivers an uncannily spot-on performance. The Chicago Sun-Times describes it as provocative and highly entertaining. And the Washington Post calls it hugely moving. C.S. Lewis on stage, The Most Reluctant Convert. Coming February 16th and 17th to the Strass Center in Tampa. Visit cslewisonstage.com. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Imagine if I told you that an earthquake was going to hit tomorrow right where you live. That it would be 6.5 in magnitude with aftershocks occurring twice 25 minutes apart. You'd no doubt talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you an earthquake will happen tomorrow. But what if it does? Shouldn't you have a plan? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. We're going down to the river, down to the river, down to the river to pray. Yeah, yeah. Let's get washed by the water, washed by the water, and rise up in amazing grace. Let's go down, down, down to the river. You will lead the change. Let's go down, down, down to the river. Hey, we're back, and I am excited because not only is it Super Bowl weekend, but in addition to that, we've got a couple of alternatives, and that is uh, for a lot of you that might be, you know, the football addicts. In fact, sometimes you are, you know, football orphans or widows or widowers. We're going to have a chance to give you a little guidance here. Ben Kaiser, good friend, out at movieguide.org. Uh, out in Los Angeles, and of course, uh, Hollywood Beat is what we're talking about, and uh, they are putting their finishing touches on the big uh, Movie Guide Awards that's going to be happening live, and we'll see that later on this month on the Hallmark Channel. Uh, but uh, Ben is a managing editor, and just what a, what a job they do, reminding you they're a 501c3 uh, ministry, which means they also uh, depend on your charitable contributions. So if uh, their website, movieguide.org, or the apps, are really a go-to resource. Hey, keep in mind to kind of give them a little support here throughout the year. Ben Kaiser, good to have you with us. Glad to be with you, and I'm excited to see the Rams win on Sunday. <laughs> well, I was going to ask about that, but I was going to wait to the end of the conversation. But uh, I know you're excited. Now, I got to just take a quick second. I got to tell you, I, I'm I'm probably going to be on the other side of that coin, and let me tell you why. I really don't have a dog in the hunt. And I can tell you for us with the Buccaneers and previous to having the Rams come back, I, I, I'm over Tom Brady. I mean, great, could be all-time. I, 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 he's, he's fantastic. I'm just tired of him winning all the time. 
However, our fellow Southern Division of the NFL, that call that went against, you know, uh, the Saints, it's not the Rams' fault. But I just kind of think that if the Rams were to win, there's going to be kind of like this little asterisk. And so I just thought, you know, Lord, if the old man comes out and does it one more time, it sort of takes care of the asterisk. But I I wish you well. Uh, It's the old versus the new, and I think it's going to be a great game. But, you know, I'm kind of that black and white person, and that I I still see replays of of that missed call. But I know you guys are going to have fun doing that. I I hear that. I hear that. It's going to be a fun game regardless. Absolutely. Give us the lowdown. Are you guys just about ready to go with the big night? We are so ready. So we are down to a week now, and uh, that's why we won't be with you next week. We'll, uh, when the show's airing, we'll be literally in the middle of it all, and uh, we're very excited for it. It's going to be, I think a lot of people are already saying that they're going to come out, and uh, we're going to be excited to announce who the big winners are, who's going to be accepting some of the big awards awards so i can't give any spoilers now but that'll be coming down the road all right and uh boy what you have to do to set things up and the stage and everything it's not just move in two hours ahead of time so keep uh the whole group with movie guide uh dr ted bear ben kaiser Evie bear the whole staff keep them in your prayers because it is a go time and uh, we will, won't be with them next week, but uh, the following week we'll be with them, and very soon you'll be able to watch with the Bunkley family as the Movie Guide Awards are on Hallmark. Well, let's talk about a couple of movies that are going to be releasing. One of them, for those of you who uh, are very much supportive of the Great Commission and uh, missionaries, uh, the least of these, the Graham Staines story, is awesome in terms of uh, – uh, what this true story is all about. Ben Kaiser, share this one with us. It opens up today. Yeah, the least of these is about, uh, it's a true story about these missionaries, uh, Graham Staines and his wife Gladys, who were in the 90s serving the leper community in India. And uh, he's a, a medical missionary, so he's he has a, a huge heart and passion for the, the lepers who are completely ostracized and, and kept away from uh, the general public. And so he's serving these, these people, giving them medical treatment. And it's also following an Indian journalist who is trying to uh, expose uh, the, the Staines family and trying to get them out of India because they see them as a threat. They see these missionaries as a threat. And uh, it is a bit of a, a a spoiler, but it's a true story, so I need to mention uh, the family, they are martyred uh, in the end for their work uh, oh. of spreading the gospel and spreading the, the good news and the love of Jesus Christ. But the story, their their impact on the community, on the, uh, the people in India, and also just missions at large is really inspiring. Stephen Baldwin plays the uh, 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 Graham Staines in the movie, and he does a terrific job. Uh, it's a really uh, sweet and inspiring, but also uh, it's kind of a a gut check where it makes you remember what we're here to do, which is to, uh, uh, you know, the great commission that Jesus set us on to spread the gospel uh, across the entire world. And I, and I really hope this movie inspires that, but it's a really good one. Um, there's some caution, obviously, because of some of the violence, Mm -hmm. we gave it a minus one, So it's not for the, the young children, but 
I think younger teenagers uh, uh, could probably watch this one and and really understand and, and learn a lot from it. So that's called The Least of These, and you can read the full review at movieguide.org, and we also did an interview with Stephen Baldwin, and that's in the article section. So you, you can hear more about what he had to say uh, about filming this movie. Mm. And, uh, you know, so many of our listeners, uh, even though they go on short-term overseas mission trips, uh, I can tell you by the assignments I get through Salem to go in some pretty tough areas, uh, this is a good opportunity to really drill down a little bit deeper, uh, truly, in, in one of the stories of uh, two great martyred, uh, actually three, well, um, I don't know the exact number, but the martyred folks that uh, were part of this uh, Staines family, it, it just gives you a, a real um, good look at uh, how People will trust the Lord. He's got their back. It's a victory either way, absent with the body, present with the Lord. But it's one of those that just uh, will grip your heart. Again, the least of these, the Graham uh, Staines story, and I might have called it Starnes because of my good friend over at Fox News. Anyway, four quality stars and a minus one for content uh, opening up this weekend. Now, the second one, my word, I wonder if there's any coincidence because of Super Bowl Sunday that there's a little kids movie out. Anyway, the Lego Movie 2, the second part, is coming out this weekend. Ben Kaiser, talk about that. Just a minor cor- correction. It actually comes out next weekend, uh, but we're Oops. covering it today because uh, we're not going to be with you next weekend. <laughs> so much for that lead-in. Lord forgives. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Lego Movie 2, I, I love uh, the Lego Movie. My favorite one is actually the Lego Batman Movie. This one still has uh, the Batman characters, but it uh, includes the uh, main character from the first movie, Emmett who's this uh, Lego character, obviously, if that title doesn't give the, the movie away. Um, and he's a master builder. He's very creative, but he's not the, the toughest of characters. He's a very happy-go-lucky, joyous optimist. And uh, the world he lives in is kind of crumbling about. The, these aliens have invaded their Lego world and are uh, wrecking havoc on their world. And everyone else around him has kind of hardened their hearts, and they've become tough and gritty. Everyone except for Emmett, who's voiced by the actor Chris Pratt. And uh, when his best friends are kidnapped by some aliens, some ca- captured by them, he, Emmett has to toughen up and try to save them uh, uh, from, from these invaders. And that sets him on this new adventure. It's, it's a really clever movie. I'm always surprised at the writing uh, of these Lego movies. They really put a lot of uh, uh, fresh uh, spins and different ways of uh, looking at the world uh, that you don't expect. There's always a twist at the end that, that surprises me. The problem is, well, some of the themes are, are positive. There are some politically correct undertones in the movie. Nothing crazy overt, but just enough to raise some cautions. And I'm not going to go super in-depth uh, right here. I really recommend you read the review before you take your children, um, just just to be aware of some of the conversations. Uh, I'll give the topic the uh, politically correct undertones are kind of about gender normatives mm-hmm. and uh, the filmmakers trying to kind of address some of the things that are politically being talked about. And, and again, most of the movie is very positive, but these undertones you know, slightly bothered us, and, and we just wanted to discuss them further in the review. So please, you know, read the content section, read what we have to say about that. Uh, and if you do see it, uh, talk 
about this subject with with your children and uh, you know teach them how to have a discerning eye concerning the media. So we gave it four stars for entertainment quality, and this was another one that we gave a minus one. A lot of most family movies they're supposed to be in the plus category, but if there's some cautions in them. We give them minus one, and that just means it's not going to be for the real young children, maybe, uh, you know, nine or ten and above, uh, uh, it's going to be more appropriate for. And again, very, very much want to caution you. Go to movieguide.org, movieguide.org. If that's not bookmarked on your home or office PC, you ought to do that right now. And if you have your smartphone listening this afternoon, you can download the app, uh, the Movie Guide app, either at uh, Apple Tunes or whatever it is these days, and also the Android store. Um, but I want to tell you that you really want to look at the caution and to make sure you understand, is this something you want to expose your kids to? And as always, when I remember, I give you a caution on previews. Uh, if there's a way, if uh, somebody can go in and kind of get the seats and hang out and bring the children in, after the youngsters, uh, after the previews might be a smart thing because we end up getting tripped up more on the uh, on the trailers, the previews, than we do on the regular content. Well, I've got a little cheat sheet here that I'm going to be printing off for the Bunkley family, and that is in one of the articles coming up, in addition to uh, that great interview with Mr. Baldwin, uh, we got eight family movies coming out in 2019, and Tess Farrand, or Farrand, and uh, I'll be probably corrected on that as well, a staff writer for Movie Guide. Tell us about this article and uh, some of the highlights, because I'm already excited just looking at this list. I'm excited, too. It, I was looking at it, and there are a lot of sequels and remakes, but I, I'm not complaining. I don't really mind sequels. Some of them include that uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3, which I'm a huge fan of that series, and we've already seen this third one, and I'll just hint that it's really good. Um, some remakes include uh, Dumbo, The Lion King, which are we're both classic Disney animated movies that they're turning into more live action, uh, although I think Lion King will be more similar to the jungle book how they redid that movie and then you got sequels like the secret life of pets 2 toy story 4 i'm really stoked about that and there are others so you can read that uh article at movieguide.org of course these aren't endorsements of these movies we're just looking ahead at what's going to come and then of course check back on the show and we'll be talking about them as they come out Mm. Frozen 2 is on that list. And I wanted to follow up because um, I didn't realize until over the Christmas uh, holidays we were at a movie, and next thing you know, you hear the familiar uh, music of the Lion King theme song. And, uh, man, I was just taken away. And, you know, the Lion King and, and the effects of music on our psyche or our soul I just got to tell you, as soon as you heard the Lion King music, I think it was kind of dark, and then it kind of opens up, and you start to realize for the first time Lion King sequel is coming out. It was just amazing to me how the music and how movies really move deep in your emotions sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Music might be one of the most powerful, uh, you know, emotion-evoking tools a movie can use. Because, like you said, it brings up that nostalgic factor where you haven't heard that song in, in years, maybe decades, and rehearing it triggers all these memories and feelings that you had from, from when you watched it uh, when you were younger. Maybe that was Mary Poppins over the holidays. Uh, and uh, it really is a powerful medium, and they utilized it really well. That's the other thing. And Disney knows how to tug on those nostalgic heartstrings. 
So they're, they're definitely masters at that. Mm. Now, Ben Kaiser, as we are getting close, and I know we're going to be praying for you. We're going to be praying for everyone's health uh, with Movie Guy, also the the folks there at the hotel where this is going to uh, events going to take place. Of course, it will be a videotape for television. But as everything comes together, uh, if there's one area that uh, is one of those things that you really can't do a lot of preparation for, it's kind of like the 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 few days before or during the event, something that would really be a prayer target? Is there something that comes to mind you could share with our audience? I think I'd just ask that people pray that people would come with their their hearts open and ready to receive uh, the good news that's presented to them. There's going to be all sorts of people that are going to be coming. We're going to be celebrating their movies. And we just always pray that even today, a week ahead of time, that uh, uh, people's hearts would start being softened, softened and their ears would open uh, to when the gala actually happens and we talk about Jesus, we talk about uh, the Bible, and we, we present them actually with what the gospel is, that that would really spark something in them. And every person that leaves that that uh, room, we give them a Bible as well. So pray that that would be something that they open up when they get home and really begin to have a relationship with Jesus. Now, I know by the time you edit it, and we're going to wrap things up here because I know that uh, we're a little bit tardy in getting you with us, but um, not all of what's going to happen at the Movie Guide Awards will be part of the one-hour special on the Hallmark. And I would probably think that Uh, A little bit of the testimonies of Jesus would be there, but a lot of what you've just talked about probably won't make the hour. Uh, Are there ever other opportunities uh, by going to your website or YouTube or anything? Are there ever any opportunities to see other aspects of the Movie Guy Awards Night that won't necessarily make it to the Hallmark Channel? That's a great question. Uh, not currently that's planned. Maybe we will do some articles and do some write-ups on behind the scenes, some of the things that happened. I'm sure there'll be aspects of the show that uh, uh, maybe weren't included in the final product that we can talk about with you and give you a behind-the-scenes uh, look on some of the, the cool things that God did uh, that didn't make it on the show. Uh, but uh, nothing currently set in stone right now. That's definitely something we we like to to talk about. Uh, uh, but they don't. It's sometimes hard to kind of fit them in the actual program. But there's going to be a lot, a lot of fun elements. We're going to squeeze as much good content as we can from the award show into the final uh, the final product, and it's going to be well worth your time. Mm. That's a quick question. By the time you're with us in two weeks, will you pretty much have the date for the Hallmark Channel by then? You think? We definitely will. All right. Ben Kaiser, thank you so much. A little late getting to you today, uh, but thank you so much for being with us and just wishing uh, wishing you guys well and best wishes with the L.A. Rams. I know you guys are excited <laughs> about that brand-new team. Either way, hope it's a, a good Super Bowl weekend, even though I'm, I'm preparing for a couple of uh, less-than-stellar Super Bowl ads to our worldview. But nonetheless, give my best to all the staff there for a great, great Movie Guides Awards night. Thank you so much, Bill. God bless. God bless you. Again, that website is movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. Remind you that uh, to the apps, uh, it's a great app. It's uh, You can get on your Apple or your Android platform. And uh, I've just, over the years, I've just so enjoyed being able to just drill down. And uh, to some degree, uh, as a parent, um, you know, as, as, as a movie watcher, I would like to kind of just go and 
be totally surprised, but when I see that I have the responsibility of my youngster, um, he's not a youngster, my teenager, I got, I got to get out of that because it, those of you who have teenagers know that when they hit the big one three, they got to be referred to as a teenager. Uh, but anyway, um, just want to know what we're doing. And, and again, I always voice my frustration. I do my homework, and the next thing you know, something pops up on a trailer. And uh, today, with all of the mixed signals uh, in the in the gender area of the culture um, and other things, just values, just you know, off-color comments, attitudes, uh, uh, bullying, uh, just all of, of what's part of the culture. And, and I get that, but just you work so hard to uh, go down and uh, present a, a good family experience, and then you have the the other the other things that kind of intrude. Well, about time to say goodbye. It's a big weekend, Super Bowl weekend. And uh, we're going to see the matchup in Atlanta. Indoors, by the way, it's on the carpet, but it's going to be uh, two teams that no, don't normally play on the carpet, so that's interesting. And we've got the old man, Brady, with the Patriots. And we've got the young buck uh, out there, Shanahan's group, with uh, the Rams. And so I think it's going to be a great game. Do want to caution you. There's a couple of three ads that I think uh, may tend to be a little bit uh, offensive to our worldview, but that's going to be coming up. And of course, Pepsi Cola. If you like the halftime show, Pepsi Cola. If you don't like the, pe- the halftime show, it's Pepsi Cola. All of us at Salem, hope you had a great week, and we wish you a very blessed weekend. And enjoy the big game. And we look forward to being with you next Monday. Until then, I'm Bill Bunkley, The Bill Bunkley Show. God bless and good weekend.